0: A time when film criticism is as provocative as ever. Feelin' Film ventures to change the discussion from what we hate about a film to what we love about it. We judge more on emotional experience than technical merit, because every movie makes us feel something. Welcome listeners to another Feelin' It spoiler-free review. I'm Aaron, one of the co-hosts here at the Feelin' Film Podcast, and this week I am taking you on a journey to a far-off land that many of us will never get to see. I'm talking about Disney Nature's newest documentary film, Born in China. Born in China is the 10th documentary film released under the Disney Nature label. Recently, these have become almost a yearly event, hitting North American theaters in April around Earth Day and offering us a new look into a different animal each time. Well, Usually a different animal. Because Disney does seem to be quite enamored with monkeys, as, including Born in China, two other films have featured the species, those being Chimpanzee and Monkey Kingdom. But is that necessarily a bad thing? Not really, because let's be honest, monkeys are pretty fun to watch. Now if you've seen more than one Disney nature film, you already know the formula by heart. Take one part incredible footage, one part A-list narrator with a recognizable voice, One part, humanized and emotionally affecting narrative built around the animal actions and combine and wait for audiences' hearts to flutter. So much like Patrick and I discussed recently on our review of The Fate and the Furious, you have to ask yourself, is this repetitive storytelling a negative? Again, I have to say, not really. Disney nature films are inherently enjoyable, and if the formula is working, why change it? On to the specifics, though. Born in China is narrated by the soothing voice of John Krasinski, uh, he of The Office fame. And let me tell you, this is a big plus. I don't think that I've ever met a person who doesn't enjoy this actor's work. His narration is unsurprisingly comedic in nature, but with a gentleness to it. This provides us with a uniquely diverse tonal experience, and one perfectly suited to the particular stories being told in this film. Those stories revolve around three main players, a mother panda and her adorable, clumsy newborn baby, a majestic and elusive snow leopard with two new cubs, and a curious, savvy golden monkey. The film also follows a migrating pack of cheroo, kind of like an antelope, and red-crowned cranes, who I'll discuss a bit later but these primary stories are the ones that we are shown the most of. The documentary gives us a stunning visual look at areas of China. Our endangered giant panda lives in the Wolong Nature Reserve in the Sichuan province in central China. Forgive me if I'm getting any of these pronunciations wrong, I'm doing my best. While pandas are not the most interesting of animals to watch, they are really darn cute, and that's entertaining enough to just see them laying around. The tale for this particular animal revolves around the newborn baby growing into independence as its mother is patiently helping it along. In the Qinghai province on the northeast rim of the Tibetan Plateau, at 5,000 meters above sea level, we meet a snow leopard and her newborn cubs, and we follow them as she roams, claiming her hunting ground in search of wandering prey. We see also how she must defend her territory against rivals and always be on the hunt to ensure her cubs are fed. The visuals of this snow leopard are probably my favorite, and it's also the most powerful and emotional one of the bunch. I do have cats, three of them, so I may be a little bit biased. Then we have Tau Tau, the golden monkey who feels replaced by his family's preferred interest in his new baby sister. Through him we see a story of how an outcast seeks acceptance, and what the journey may look like for this species. Watching these playful creatures swinging around the trees never gets old and provides endless smiles. So without saying too much more, because there are story arcs here that can be spoiled, I will tell you that the narrative is compelling enough to keep adults and children interested. You will likely feel invested in these groups of animals as you see their lives play out over about a year and a half period. The dynamics of the animal families are played out for dramatic effect and will definitely tug at a few heartstrings, while also keeping you enthralled by their daily struggle. The story also does not shy away from the harsh reality and many dangers that these animals face. The humanizing of the animals while making them more relatable will also make it harder, because we are forced to remember that their lives are very different than our own. Those with young children may find themselves needing to explain things a bit. However, looping back to those red-crowned cranes, Born in China uses them to tell of a Chinese mythology where the souls of animals are carried by cranes far away so that the animals may be reborn and begin a life cycle anew. It's a message of reincarnation that, while I don't necessarily agree with, I understand the sweetness of, and I think that it helps soften the blow for younger kids. It may also service or serve as a good conversation starter about the differences between humans and animals, our lives, their lives, and why we should respect and care for them more than we usually do. My emotional takeaway from Born in China is fascination. The relatable way in which Disney nature approaches these films allows us to connect with these animals in a way that a more traditional documentary might not. Sure, we are assuming much in evaluating their actions and Mm -hmm. placing human emotion and ideas onto them, But learning about how they interact with their environment, their family dynamics, how they survive, it's all a very incredible experience. And one that provides us with reason to be more compassionate and supportive of initiatives like the Worldwide Fund for Nature, which this film supports. The stories I saw here will always stick with me, and I'll never view any of these animals quite the same way again. So in summary, Born in China is a wonderful experience for families and highly recommended. There's a wealth of discussion material here for those who want to engage their kids and talk about the various animal lives. But the documentary also works just fine for those who want to be amazed at the landscapes and incredible shots that are pulled from over 400 hours of footage. Hopefully, this brief look at Disney Nature's newest will help you discern whether it's worth your time. Next, they are bringing us a story about dolphins, and I am very excited about that, as I have a particular love for the ocean and sea life. If you do see the film, we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us via email, uh, which is located on our website. You can reach out in our Facebook group or on Twitter and share your thoughts and feelings about what you saw. And if you're interested in more content and robust, spoiler-filled discussions that dive deep into movies, check out our episode catalog that is ever-growing. Thanks as always for listening. Stay positive and keep feeling film.